Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an absolutely loaded broadcast for you on this Monday, March 14th. We're going to be joined by Alex Jones on the road coming up in the next segment. We also have Dr. Francis Boyle joining us, the one who first broke the Wuhan lab leak over two years ago, now to respond to the Ukrainian biolabs and Mike Adams coming up. But first, the latest report from John Baum. The horrible truth cannot be denied. The Biden administration is directly responsible for the war in Ukraine, gas prices, food shortages, and inflation. Who was your highest level contact with the U.S. government in this period? Я постоянно имел контакт с Вадимом Байденом. Вадим Байден говорил одно. Questions of credibility are being raised after a private chat between two top U.S. diplomats was leaked online. I think Yats is the guy who's got the economic experience, the governing experience. He's, he's the guy, you know, what he needs is Cleach and Tony Book on the outside. I, I, I just think Cleach going in, he's going to be at that level working for Yatsenyuk. It's just not going to work. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know? I think that's right. Okay. Good. Well, do you want us to try to set up a call with him? Here's the next step. Sullivan's come back to me, uh, VFR, saying you need Biden, and I said probably tomorrow for an attaboy and to get the deets to stick. So okay. Biden's willing. So you had this remarkable phone call where you have these two senior officials of the U.S. government apparently talking about a coup or how they were planning to restructure the government of Ukraine. We're on track right now. I'm on track to be the first president in history to lower the deficit by over $1 trillion in one year. So I'm sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Inflation is not created by COVID. It's not created by Putin. It's not created by greedy corporations gouging right. their customers. There's one source of inflation. The actual definition of inflation is an expansion of the money supply. And it's the Federal Reserve that's been expanding the money supply. They've called it quantitative easing, but they keep creating dollars. And it's the U.S. government that spends those dollars into circulation. And as it does that, the value of each dollar goes down. And so the price of everything that you buy with dollars goes up. And they're saying 7.9%, which is the worst inflation since 1982. What they don't tell you is that we had a different CPI in 1982. And if we use the same CPI today that we used then, we would be over 15% inflation, which means 2021 or 2022 right now, this is the worst inflation in our lifetimes. We're experiencing higher inflation now than anything during the 1970s. And this decade is just 
just getting started. Inflation's got only one way to go, and that's up. Irrefutably attributable to the corrupt sociopathic establishment that hides behind the senile blunderer-in-chief in plain sight. Putin's tax, that's, a, a, that's really Putin's gas hike. That's his gas hike. This, so much of this uh, increase in the gas tax, uh, gas uh, price started. Uh, uh, Biden's economic wrecking ball was recently aided by the decimation of small businesses overwhelmed by the tycoons of the pandemic economy. Who got the money from the Paytech Protection Program? You know, this is our $800 billion. That's kind of a lot, okay, that we gave out. Mm -hmm. Only about a quarter of the money spent by the program paid wages that would have otherwise been lost. So three quarters of it didn't do, of $800 billion, and then 72% of the relief money ended up in the hands of people with incomes, household incomes, in the top 20%. All that money ended up the people who are in the top 20%? Driving a final stake into the heart of the middle-class economy, as 7 in 10 Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, while over half of Americans don't have three months in emergency savings. As food producers continue to minimize their products, airlines are scaling back on flights, truckers add more fuel surcharges, Bidenflation destroys the recovery following the pandemic as the war on fossil fuels continues to ripple through an engineered depression with the endgame ushering in the Great Reset, where you will own nothing and be happy. John, Waging war on corruption, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. It's Monday, March 14th. The year is 2022, and we've seen the biggest developments yet in the three-plus-week war that's broken out in Ukraine. First off, Vladimir Putin yesterday arrested the head of the Russian Foreign Intelligence Services of the FSB. That's combined in one group. The FSB is their internal and external. So they've arrested the equivalent of their CIA director and his deputy, claiming that they did not properly assess the situation in Ukraine and that the resistance was much greater than they thought. This is an admission that Putin basically walked directly into a trap, which, again, I'm very, very concerned right now because that would mean Putin is not very smart. I know multiple people who have been inside Ukraine in the last eight years training what they call stay-behind networks, so that when a foreign army invades, you have guerrilla forces ready to roll out and destroy them. And that's why they didn't stop the Russians when they came across the border. They waited till they walked directly into the mass groupings of ambushes that we've all seen with the columns of tanks being destroyed, the helicopters being shot down, jets being shot down. The losses are way over 10,000. They're now admitting about 8,000 dead Russians. Uh, there's obviously tens of thousands of dead Ukrainians. Both sides are playing down the numbers of dead. But I really, at the end of the day, blame NATO and its stay-behind networks overthrowing the president eight years ago and George Soros going on television on CNN and bragging that he did it and then going on television recently and saying that he, quote, will take over Russia and create the Soros empire. All of that is to manipulate Russia into going in. Also, you have Kamala Harris saying six months ago and again two days ago that Ukraine is part of NATO. 
So all of that was to manipulate an emotional response from Putin and his hardliners who were threatening to overthrow him. The word is, if he didn't move against Ukraine, then his foreign intelligence heads who were tasked with infiltrating and buying off the opposition got billions and billions and billions of the equivalent of dollars. And Putin just doesn't believe that they made the payoffs, which any part of a real invasion is you buy off most of the opposition uh, before you come in. That's what Hitler did with France, what the U.S. did uh, in both Iraq wars. And so that was not done. Uh, and instead, they walked directly into a trap. And the only way I can see that being true is that Putin believed his intelligence heads that the entire NATO stay behind network that had been put in place there was removed. And it's very important to understand that the main stay-behind networks were not just set up in the last decade or the last eight years. That was an acceleration of the stay-behind networks. The stay-behind network system was set up at the end of World War II because the Nazis actually set up as the Eastern Front was collapsing after the failure of Operation Barbarossa in the past three years, uh, tens of thousands of secret brigades all over Eastern Europe who were Nazis and who had large caches of weapons and stolen loot to then continue the attack even after uh, Germany itself fell. That's why it took over a year after the end of World War II until close to the end of 1946 for the Russians to even clean out um, what they thought was most of the Nazi networks. So all NATO did in uh, the last decade was go in and pick up all those networks who were the sons and grandsons of those very same people who had positioned themselves into positions of power. And there was an ongoing uh, tug of war in the last 70 plus years between the pro-Europe forces that were set up by the Nazis and the pro-Russian forces that were set up, um, again, by Stalin at the end of World War II. And it really goes back to other forces before that, with, with Lenin setting up systems uh, in Ukraine that had still been part of Russia. Uh, but then after the supposed collapse of the Soviet Union, Ukraine quasi-broke away. And there's now been a simple tug of war going on for the last eight years. And so that's why I said when Putin invaded three weeks ago that he has walked into a trap and that his quick police action is not going to be that uh, and that they're going to force him to start going in and leveling cities because it is a fact that they're using the Islamic type tactics uh, that we've seen around the world in Afghanistan and Iraq of hiding in churches, uh, hiding in hospitals, hiding in universities and not in the government buildings. Uh, and then you've got leftists posting on Reddit with geolocation uh, oh, here I am, you know, I came here from the U.S. and I'm with, uh, you know, these forces. You'll have leftists right next to actual Nazis who actually have Nazi symbols on their uniforms. And then they will attack the hospital even before people have been evacuated out of it. So the Ukrainians are using incredibly dirty, nasty, uh, dirty war, unrestricted warfare tactics. Uh, and the Russians have not done that yet, but they're starting to get in that posture. Putin doesn't have a way out of this. This escalates the possibility of nuclear war massively, and that takes us to the next big point. How many more of the Russian leadership is Putin going to have to arrest as he begins to fear they may actually come after him with a long history in Russia, in fact, particular to Russia, all countries and empires kill their leaders from time to time, but Russia particularly does this uh, if the leader embarrasses or looks like uh, they're losing. And so, NATO has come out and said if any chemical weapons are used, they're going to say that it was Putin and that that's a red line and that NATO may actually become openly engaged when really right now NATO is backing a proxy war uh, with all sorts of special operations troops and, and former special operations troops from Western countries, including the United States that are inside Ukraine right now fighting Russian soldiers. And so that's, that, that's where Joe Biden and that's where Kamala Harris uh, and that's where... Uh, all these globalists like Soros have brought us 
and it is a very, very dangerous moment in time. Uh, and, and I don't see a motive uh, for Putin to use chemicals. They're not going to be effective. And all it's going to do is turn the world against Russia. And so we have a motive there for the Russians not to use chemical weapons. Of course, we were told the Russians used chemical weapons uh, in Syria, and then the jihadis couldn't control themselves and kept shooting footage to get bounties of them actually launching the chemicals in Aleppo and other areas to then blame the Russians as a pretext uh, for the West to be brought into that war. So in my view, there's no good sides on this. We should have left Ukraine as neutral. That We're basically letting World War II reignite um, in those areas of Eastern Europe, uh, and we can't have a World War II scenario with Russia because they have the second largest nuclear arsenal in the world. And yeah, our arsenal's bigger and somewhat better in some ways, doesn't matter. It's called mutually assured destruction for a reason. And so that is where our world is today. And we need to give Putin a way out of this. There needs to be a Western deal where they get that small Eastern area uh, as a buffer zone and where a major agreement is signed. Uh, because this is only going to escalate into a full-bore war very, very quickly, with the Russians now saying they're going to start bombing NATO weapons convoys and NATO weapons deliveries that are coming in uh, out of the Black Sea. And I predict within 48 hours that's going to start happening, and then NATO is going to get pushed even more into conflict. There are a lot of hawks and a lot of crazy people and a lot of chicken hawks uh, like uh, Lindsey Graham that want to assassinate Putin, that want all-out war. And, folks, this is how you get a nuclear war. Bare minimum, this is how you get a massive war with hundreds of thousands of dead Western and, and Russian troops. And so this is the very scenario, scenario number two, that most international and intelligence agency uh, war games and, and Defense Department war games show will trigger nuclear war. Number one is Pakistan and India. Number two is the Ukrainian situation called the uh, NATO-Ukraine-Russia war scenario that kills a billion people on the low end. And then the third scenario is the South China Sea, Taiwan, Hong Kong uh, crisis uh, being kicked off there that could happen between Vietnam and the Philippines against China. Anything could kick it off where we already see skirmishes going on over uh, these drilling rigs in the South China Sea and other areas, the artificial islands the Chinese are building. So that's where the world is right now. That's the reality. So when you see leftists calling for war, and when you see right-wingers calling for war and all this idiocy, you know the old saying, World War III will be fought with nuclear weapons, World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Back to Owen Schroer in the live transmission, Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. And I would just like for the U.S. to remain out of all of it. And we could if we wanted to, if we were an independent nation like we were designed to be, but not in the new global government, not in the new global marketplace. So sadly, whatever goes down, even if we don't want to get involved, it's going to affect us anyway. And I've got more of that news coming up. Warnings of food shortages, the continuation of the record high inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, keep InfoWars on the air. Shop at InfoWarsStore.com from our live transmissions to our emergency broadcasts over the weekends to our on-the-street activity like yesterday when I go and face a group of pedophiles in downtown Austin, Texas. It's your support at InfoWarsStore.com that keeps us on the air. Not to mention your prayers, spreading the links to the live streams, sharing the links to all the content at band.video. You shopping at InfoWarsStore.com built Band.Video, which is where we house our content now, thanks to your support. 
We still got the big sales up to 50% off, top-selling, top-rated supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Don't forget about the air filters, the water filters, the emergency food supplies, and the rest. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The crossroads for the future of humanity are upon us, and the signs and events are all around you. And at the front lines, the leading edge of this information warfare and this fight for the future of humanity's soul and destiny lies right here at Infowars.com. This is the Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroyer sitting in for Alex today. He's on the road working. We may be hearing from Alex throughout the transmission for the next couple days till he gets back in town. Let me lay out the waterfront here of the news and just kind of reset the show because we've got huge guests coming up today. Mike Adams is going to be joining us in the next hour, and then Dr. Francis Boyle is going to be joining us in the third hour, and this is can't miss stuff it was dr francis boyle who came on the alex jones show in january and february of 2020 breaking the news about the biological weapons lab or the biological research lab in wuhan china and that that was likely the source of the outbreak he was proven right um and and now that's pretty much accepted as what happened 
But since time has passed, we just say, oh, well, we, we lied and said wet market, and we're just going to pretend that uh, that was the real story. And even though it did come out of the lab, we're not going to punish China. We're not going to publish punish Fauci. We're just going to let that slide. So that's what's coming up as far as the guests are concerned. Now, I've got a ton of news coming out of Ukraine. I've got a bunch of political news here that's, that's going on right now in the U.S. There is some, some COVID news still kind of lingering, some, some kind of just breadcrumbs of COVID stuff that's still lingering, but it's not really the top story anymore, though they may bring it back. And there's some signs that they are going to bring it back because why wouldn't they? Now that they've seized all this power, anytime they release a virus, well, why wouldn't you release a virus and then just seize power again? Of course they're going to. These are tyrants we're talking about here. This is government. An unnatural, inorganic oppression of what would typically be free societies. That's government. And then... We've got people responding to all the lies from the Biden administration about oil and gas. And it's just, and the funny thing about it is the more you look into it, the more you realize it's not just that everything they're telling you about oil and gas is a lie. It's like multiple threads of lies. It's like, okay, uh, Putin is to blame for the gas price prices. And then it's like, okay, there's a whole nother thread of lies over there. And then it's like, oh, uh, we're, we're pumping more oil than ever before under the Biden administration. And then there's just a whole other thread of lies over there. And it's just a tree of lies that is growing from this Biden administration. It's, uh, it's, it's quite disgusting. We don't even have competent criminals running our country anymore. We now have fully incompetent criminals running our country. That's what we have here. And then I've got some video clips, too. But, but let me just do this quickly before we get into the news. Now, there is a new Adidas ad, guys, and you can just roll the B-roll. Because here's the thing. All this other news is, is important and probably more important, I would say. What's going on in Ukraine and, and, the, vi- and the virus power that they seize. That, that's, that's more important news. But see... If we can't deal with stuff like this, then it doesn't even matter. We'll, we'll never be able to have victory, uh, whatever that means in, in far, just let's say in the info war and truth, or let's say for peace. We'll never have any victories with any of this other stuff if we can't address the most obvious stuff that sits right in front of our face, like men are not women. If we can't have a victory for truth that men are not women, then, then everything else is done. Forget about it. Forget about Ukraine. Forget about Russia. Forget about China. Forget about everything, folks. If we can't come together as people and say men are not women, we're done. That's it. Game over. Forget about it. So I was wondering, here's this new Adidas ad where they promote men playing women's sports. What happened to the pro-women movement? Well, now you realize it was never a pro-woman movement. It was always just leftist propaganda, just like everything else. Just like every other thing they virtue signal for, whether it's Black Lives Matters or, or Me Too or all this other stuff, 
It's all just a front. It's all just marketing gimmicks. They don't care about women. If you were pro-women, why would you want men in women's sports? That's ridiculous. But that's what they're promoting now. And, and I was wondering, too, about a month or two ago, the actress, South Korean actress, who's a model that was in Squid Games, a popular Netflix show, won a bunch of awards for her role in Squid Games. Now, I watched Squid Games. I saw her performance. It was mediocre at best. It was mediocre at best. And, and I used to be a film critic. I used to do movie reviews, had a media pass, everything. was writing for local papers. So she had a mediocre performance in Squid Games at best. She wins a bunch of awards. And I'm thinking, how does she win these awards? Oh, now I see she's in all of these different ads promoting transsexualism and promoting men competing with women. So that's all it is now. You don't have to be a good actor or actress to receive an award. All you got to do is promote whatever the latest liberal BS is. Men is women. You got it. You got the award. Mediocre performance in a mediocre TV show, doesn't matter. You promote men as women, we're going to give you that award. Same thing for the Nobel Peace Prize and all this other bull crap. But see, I go out yesterday, and, and I might have to come back to this because I'm running short on time here, but I go out yesterday, and folks, the full HD videos at Band.Video, other HD clips are going to be coming out. Uh, I also have a full video on my Getter live stream. I go out to a pro-trans kids event in downtown Austin, Texas. Now, you might be saying, what is a trans kid? Well, exactly. What is a trans kid? It doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a trans kid. That is until one of these leftist perverts, or in my opinion, pedophiles, gets their hands on them. So I've got these things there. They promote, I'm going to come back to this later. They promote putting fake penises in toddlers' pants. And I'll read directly from the promotion of this product. They promote underwear for little boys that they quote-unquote tuck their genitalia so they can pretend to be girls. I mean, who even thinks about this crap? I feel disgusting even talking about it. But you know, we're really only one, or I would say safely, comfortably, two generations away. I mean, let me tell you something. If my grandparents, my grandparents who were in the military, if my grandparents walked up on the scene that they saw yesterday with a bunch of adults prancing around talking about how they want to chop little boys' genitals up, let me tell you something. People would have gotten their ass kicked. And you know what? I'm not saying everything from past generations is, is, is better than what we have now, and maybe that's not a good thing, but let me tell you. There needs to be a certain level of intolerance with men and women showing up talking about wanting the to chop little boys and girls' genitals up. The first ten amendments to our Constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. 
SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. It was on. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. That's the foreign policy of the Biden administration, a cackling wench, a jackal, someone who is so unprepared, over her head, overwhelmed, an embarrassment to the country, Kamala Harris, sent to Europe because she just wanted a vacation to Europe, pretending to be a diplomat and cackling and jackling her way through press conferences with foreign leaders in Romania, in Poland, and across Europe. I mean, we're talking very serious press conferences about war and famine, and she's cackling up there like a, like a pull-string dummy with a laugh track. And then I've got this video, we'll play it later. And you have these hysterical Democrats. They're, they're ranting and raving about how high their gas prices are now. They can't afford to live because of the Biden inflation. And they're blaming Putin for all of it. How do you see these people are the definition of insane? How do you expect them? It's like, do you learn from your mistakes? Do you learn from your failures? Or do you keep repeating them over and over and just consuming the latest realm of propaganda that that justifies your your false worldview, your false perspective, your false narrative. So Kamala's over there cackling like a demon, and the left thinks that this is a serious administration. But here's some of the latest news when it comes to the situation in Ukraine. Now, this is the New York Times yesterday. And I actually think they had other stories before that, but this was yesterday's headline. Russia asked China for military and economic aid for Ukraine war, U.S. officials say. So the U.S. intelligence community that lies to us about everything says, oh, look, Russia is asking China for military aid. Now, what would be the goal of that? Is that to be honest that Russia and China are firming an alliance? I don't know if they would want that news out there. Or is this to prop up their narrative that Russia is losing in Ukraine and therefore they're going to China for help, which is just complete BS? Now, I don't know if you could say Russia is winning or losing, but they're certainly not losing. And so maybe that's the U.S. intelligence just propping up the false narrative of Russia's losing We're winning. So they say, look, Russia needs China's help. Please, 
Russia could wipe Ukraine off the map if they wanted to. That's not what they want to do. There's all these video reports where just independent journalists in Ukraine are walking through the streets of Kiev and and other cities where they're claiming there's just skirmishes and fighting happening all day, all night, and it's just normal activity. People going to the grocery store, people driving their cars around. Now, it's shouldn't say it's total normal activity, but the point is we're just not getting any accurate information from our media or our intelligence agencies, so nothing new there. But now China responds after the U.S. intelligence agencies and their propaganda news outlets like the New York Times reporting that Russia is asking China for military aid and economic aid. China slams claims about Russia asking for military assistance in Ukraine as disinformation, U.S. disinformation. And, you know, it's a funny thing. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Russian government is good and doesn't lie to their people. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Chinese government is good and doesn't lie to their people. But it's this ironic thing where Russia and China are actually trying to tell us that our government and our media is lying to us. So it's a weird thing like, hey, I don't, I'm not saying I trust China or Russia, but they're right about that. Why are they warning us about how we're being lied to by our intelligence agencies? Why are they warning us about how we're being lied to about everything in Ukraine by our media? And then there's the big lie that they got caught in the middle of, and this is such an incompetent administration that they, they couldn't even get their lies straight on the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. China calls for verification of Russian claims of U.S. bioweapons help to Ukraine. Beijing says all parties should give a thorough response to the claims that America is supporting biomilitary programs in Ukraine. And you've got to understand, in China, where the U.S. is working with the Chinese military on bioweapons, like the labs in Wuhan, China at least knows what's going on in those labs. They have access to it. They're, they're running the drills. But in Ukraine, they have no idea. And that's why Russia is saying they're building bioweapons on our front doorstep. But, but here's the official narrative from the U.S. government and the U.S. media. First, it was the biolabs don't exist. And then, so that was Jen Psaki, that was the Biden administration. They said the bioweapons labs, there are no labs in Ukraine. It's all fake news. And then, I guess out of their incompetence and, and lack of communication, Marco Rubio and Victoria Newland have a staged question and answers, totally fake, totally staged, all propaganda, where Rubio tees it up for Newland and she says, yes, there are biolabs in Ukraine and the Russians are going to use them as weapons against the Ukrainian people. Okay, so biolabs, so first it was the labs don't exist, then on official congressional record, it was the biolabs do exist and Russia is going to use them against Ukraine. Then the same day, hours later, again, they're, they're, they're getting their wires crossed. The State Department and Jen Psaki doubled down saying there are no biolabs in Ukraine. There aren't biolabs in Ukraine. There are biolabs in Ukraine. There aren't biolabs in Ukraine. Well, now we're back to there are biolabs in Ukraine, but they're now called health labs, quote unquote. But these health labs, quote unquote, are going to be used as biological weapons by Russia. So they're 0 for 5. They're 0 for 6, 0 for 10, whatever you want to say. They're batting zero when it comes to the information they're putting about about these biolabs. So they've been caught. China knows it. Russia knows it. The world knows it. 
The only people that haven't realized it yet are the brainwashed fools in this country that still believe the U.S. intelligence agencies and the mainstream news, which is an odd thing, to say the least, but that's the case. So China's in front of the U.N. saying what's going on with these bioweapons. Russia is saying, why do you have bioweapons on our front door? And then the U.S. media and intel agencies can't even get their story straight. They do exist. They don't exist. They do exist. They don't exist. Well, they're just health labs, but Russia's going to use them as a bioweapon. None of it adds up. None of it makes sense. We're being lied to. And I'm not telling you to trust Russia or China, but they're telling you you're being lied to. But it's only going to get worse, folks. Russia to suspend grain exports to Eurasian Economic Union until August 31st. And if they continue to advance into Ukraine, that situation is only going to get worse. And it's wheat, it's barley, it's all these different things that if Russia cuts it off and we're not getting it from China, it's going to be big problems for the world. It's going to be big problems. Now, it's not going to hurt America as much as the rest of the world, but it's going to have serious problems. Oligarch who founded... I shouldn't even say, I mean, okay, call him an oligarch. That's just U.S. media attacking any Russian that has a billion dollars. So it's Russian billionaire who founded Russia's largest fertilizer and coal companies, warns the world faces food crisis without an end to the conflict in Ukraine. And again, he's just understanding whether it's the fertilizer, whether it's it's all the stuff that comes out of Ukraine and Russia. If that stuff gets shut off, you're going to see starving in the third world, just like you saw with COVID. Billionaire supermarket CEO warns of potential meat egg shortage as Omicron disrupts U.S. supply chain. Well, it's actually now in China they're shutting down again because of a virus, which means they're probably going to do the same thing in the U.S. after the midterms, folks. Putin warns a possible oil shortage due to lack of investment. No one is talking about the mass food shortage and grocery bill increases the U.S. is barreling towards. But hey, it's worth it to destroy our country because uh, Ukraine. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their their transhumanist nightmare vision suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies their covid hysteria their world's going to end in 2030 carbon tax global warming bull all of it and none of it can succeed none of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit and that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. With the world awakening, I think it's important that we rise to the momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in Houston or LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest route, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm so glad you called to elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or 
banner hangs over highways, and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, help justice the forward self-harm, arrest spouse, arrest by swap, the vaccine is poison. There's tons of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates, the COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved, that we could all be affected, so that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris, in Atlanta. I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The Biden administration is actually in support of what's going on in Ukraine. It's because it gives them a perfect scapegoat for all the devastation that we're seeing here in America with the economy, the inflation, the consumer price index, gas prices, energy prices, etc. Perfect scapegoat. Blame Putin. Blame Russia. Wipe our hands of the situation we caused and, and, and the liberal nut jobs fall for the whole thing. In fact, guys, do we have clip 10 ready to go? Here's a perfect example. Trust me. Don't, don't doubt me on this. The Biden administration is gleeful at what's going on in Ukraine because it gives them a scapegoat for everything they've caused, and all their brainwashed minions sound like this today. Look at the price of gas now. It's $7.55 a gallon. Hey, Putin, we're sending you a bill. Hey, Putin. But see, again, leftist logic can never be applied universally. That's why it's not logic. It's illogic. What about the Chinese bio lab that released COVID onto the world and Fauci's involvement and Obama's involvement? Are we going to send them the bill for all the COVID nonsense? No, of course not, because... You liberals just do whatever you're told. You're, you're brainwashed fools. Like that individual. Oh, $7 a gallon. Oh, Putin. Oh, Biden is loving that. Let me tell you, the Biden administration loves you, sir. They love idiots like you because you fall for anything. And Biden can get away with destroying this country's economy and destroying the middle class and you're going to blame Putin like a freak brainwashed zombie. And so the inflation will get worse. The consumer price index will go up. The middle class will shrink. The lower class will suffer. And all of these libtards will blame Putin because they don't have a clue how the world works or what's really going on. You're going to see $10 gasoline. And you're going to see everyone blame Putin and the Biden administration and Jen Psaki are going to sit back like the uh, energy secretary and they are going to laugh their asses all the way to the media to blame Putin. And then they're going to keep laughing as you go scream at a, at a sign at a gas station because you don't understand how you've been deceived. More on this. Iran's foreign minister to visit Russia on Tuesday. So you're starting to see the, uh, the, the pieces of the puzzle starting to work their way out. 
And uh, you, you know this. Who's even allying with the U.S.? Is anyone really allying with the U.S. on this Ukraine situation? European countries? Eh, not really. Pretty much just Ukraine. And so when you understand that, you understand everything. Why is the U.S. so interested and invested in the situational outcome in Ukraine? Because that's where all the major criminals in the West, in the U.S., have been laundering money, laundering political information, bribing, blackmailing. It's all been in Ukraine. That's why the U.S. and Biden has been so invested in that situation, while also riding it as a scapegoat for all the damage that they're doing in this country. But we'll have more on that tomorrow with Sean Stone. My point is, China, India, Mexico, Brazil, even Israel now, Iran, everyone is siding with Russia on this deal. And and, and European countries are pretty much remaining neutral, in case you haven't noticed. Where's the NATO support? Biden caught lying to Germany and Poland about the, the... military aircraft that they were sending. So, I mean, even Europe is like, you know what? I don't think we want to be siding with the U.S. on this deal in Ukraine. For Zelensky, a puppet president, a guy way in over his head, a guy who should have resigned a month ago? Yeah, I don't think so. It's just the U.S. and their corrupt interests, which are protecting their criminal operations in Ukraine while also riding the situation out as the perfect scapegoat as the Biden administration destroys the U.S. economy. I love this one, though. I love this little ditty from Salon today. Remember, three weeks ago or so, when Putin came out with the big speech, basically saying what he's about to do in Ukraine, and he said that they're going to denazify Ukraine, and the liberal media and the Western media, oh, there's no Nazis, they don't exist. Uh, they're finally admitting that that was the truth today in Salon. Are there really neo-Nazis fighting for Ukraine? Well, yes, but it's a long story. Not really. Not really. After World War II, these uh, Nazi kind of leftover remains, kind of just archetypal. I mean, there are no German Nazis. It's not like the real Nazis are still around. It's just like this weird tribal archetypal Nazi belief system. Or, or group or symbology that has just remained in Ukraine on Russia's doorstep that they're sick of because millions of Russians died beating the Nazis. I mean, millions died when they took Berlin alone in that week-long, weeks-long battle. So yeah, the Russians are a little upset that there's Nazis sitting on their doorstep LARPing. And Putin says, but see, they're just backed by Western groups and armed by Western CIA groups as a proxy front in front of Russia, in front of NATO. And so, yeah, Putin wasn't lying, and now even the liberals have to admit it. They're always late to the party, though. Are there really neo-Nazis fighting for Ukraine? Well, yes, but it's a long story. Just admit you were wrong. Just admit you, you, you were wrong about Putin. Just admit you lied to us about the neo-Nazis. Just admit it. But they always have, a, oh, it's a long story, though. Oh. Like PolitiFact, it's mostly true or it's mostly false. Just such liars, such agents of propaganda. It's just unbelievable. But see, by the time they admit that they've been lied to, the useful operations of the lie have, has already run its course. 
EU head. If NATO gets involved in Russia-Ukraine conflict, it's World War III. What does that mean? The EU's not interested, folks. The EU's not interested. Telling you. The U.S. is isolated on this deal in Ukraine. We just haven't realized it yet. And again, the Biden administration doesn't care because they can ride it out as a scapegoat for them destroying the U.S. economy. And uh, maybe they're not so concerned about Putin exposing all their crimes there because the Ukrainian military has burned all the evidence, as we saw in videos. But this biolab thing, that might be where the chickens come home to roost. Zelensky thanks Zuckerberg for helping him win the propaganda war. Ah, yes. Just like Facebook does in the West, here in America, helping Democrats win the propaganda war. See how that goes? So all the corrupt Western enterprises like big tech are backing Zelensky. No surprise there. More so than even NATO or the EU, I would say. There's a lot of jaw-jocking and lip-smacking, but, but who is really backing Ukraine? Russia to shut down Facebook, Instagram over rule, chain, rule change, allowing calls for violence against Russians. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram said you can threaten and kill Trump supporters and we'll allow that. Now they're saying the same thing about Russians. And then you have the mainstream media and liberals saying, oh my gosh, Putin's anti-free speech. Oh, 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 now you care about free speech. Putin doesn't want Facebook operating in Russia because Facebook says it's okay to kill Russians. Oh boy, Putin's the bad guy. Senator Graham pledges support for no-fly zone over Ukraine if chemical weapons used. Folks, that's the tail wagging the dog. They're, they wanted to stage a false flag chemical weapons attack in Ukraine and blame Russia, but I think they got caught. I don't think they're going to be able to do it anymore. I mean, that's a major celebration. That's the type of victory in a, in, a, in a situation like this, in a Cold War situation like this, that doesn't get reported, doesn't make headlines, nobody knows about. Folks, I'm telling you, I mean, it, you can call it a victory for Russia. Call it a victory for the planet. The fact that the West that planned on staging a false flag chemical attack to blame Russia and Ukraine got caught is a huge victory for the planet. Huge victory. China says no one and no force could stop it from taking Taiwan as 13 jets breached Taiwan airspace. Is Lindsey Graham going to call for the assassination of Xi Jinping? Does Lindsey Graham want us to invade and, and get involved in that situation in Taiwan and Hong Kong too? Lindsey Graham never seen a skirmish he didn't want you to die in. But I'm telling you folks, they, they, they got caught. And I don't know who was going to run it. I don't know who was running point on it. Biden or whoever or Millie, I don't know. But they are their proxy armies over there, the CIA. They planned on launching a chemical weapons attack or faking one and blaming Russia in Ukraine. And they got caught, folks. That is huge victory for the whole planet. Huge victory. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself and my family and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. 
So, this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing, and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. Folks, I got to tell you, what InfoWars has been able to do, and this is not meant to be uh, demeaning of the crew, I I include myself in this, with this ragtag crew of Wolverines that we have here, what we have been able to do, folks, InfoWars, which operates on tiny margins, lucky if we can even stay in the black for a month. And, And we have the biggest audience, we've built our own platforms, we're the most influential The fact that we've been able to do that, that includes you out there in the audience listening that funds us at InfoWarsStore.com. The fact that we've been able to do this, folks, it's already David versus Goliath. And David has had so many victories. And it's just incredible. Now, we've been able to attain some sponsors in, in some recent times here to try to help fund what we get. And that's because we didn't like doing... Uh, outside sponsors in the past because they get attacked, they get ridiculed, a lot of people pull out, and it just kind of becomes a mess. But we have sponsors coming to us now saying, we're not going to abandon you, we're all in, we support you guys, keep fighting, and and here, we have these great products that we want you guys to promote, like EvaTac. Now, I'm not really a big knife or blade connoisseur. I know people that are like that. I have some friends and family that are like that. But let me tell you, uh, they sent us some of these knives and if you weren't a knife connoisseur before, you will be after seeing this from Evatac. Look at these designs they have. We've got an American flag. What is this, like a four-and-a-half, five-inch blade? Easy flip, easy concealment. You've got it in the American flag. You've got it in the digital fatigues as well. Again, I'm not a big knife connoisseur, but uh, I was gifted one of these from Evatac, and uh, I, I like to carry it around. Uh, very nice, very useful. We also have like these little daggers that they sell. They come with a, with a clip or you can put it on your belt loop. Uh, just high quality concealment, high quality casing, high quality. I mean, the whole thing is quality. You, you can tell, you can tell elite quality when you touch it, when you feel it. Some things kind of look like elite quality, but then you touch and you feel and you're like, eh, not so much. No, this, this stuff is the real deal. Ladies and gentlemen, this stuff is the real deal. And by the way, they also sent us these bags, which uh, we, we've put away somewhere, but they have high-quality backpacks, like the highest-quality backpack you're going to find. It's a tactical backpack. It's basically military-style, military-grade. And, I mean, you want, like, a bug-out bag? This is the bug-out bag. This is the bug-out bag you want. You want a, you, you want a knife for all kinds of different reasons or to put in your bug-out bag? Evatech is the place to go, so... We're really excited that Evatech has jumped on board as a sponsor with all their great products. But ladies and gentlemen, tonight is the last night at midnight Eastern, 11 Central. You have until midnight time Eastern to use Alex20 for 20% off all of their high quality 
knives, survival gear, water bottles, everything on their website, Alex20 on Evatax website. You go to their storefront, you get yourself some purchases. Alex20, it's part of the Alex Jones collection. Alex20, and you get 20% off. But this is only good for tonight. So if you've been seeing the Evatac ads that we've run and promotions that we've done, tonight is the final night to get 20% off site-wide at evatac.com using Alex20. Final night, Alex20, 20% off site-wide at evatech.com. Also, internally, folks, we've been running the same sale at Infowars.com with up to 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements. That sale, I was just told, also ends tonight. So two massive sales that we've been running here at Infowars with Alex20 at Evatech and up to 50% off supplements at Infowarsstore.com. Both of those come to an end tonight. So if you've been thinking about it, you've been on the fence about it, all these discounts end tonight. Alex20 at Evatech.com and up to 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements at Infowarsstore.com. You are listening to an Infowars.com Frontline Report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. And we are now joined by Mike Adams, the health ranger, naturalnews.com. So much breaking news is there that you're not going to find anywhere else. And I've got a lot of questions for Mike Adams today, whether it's the bio labs, the food shortages coming. Uh, it looks like they're going to bring back all of the virus lockdowns and everything probably after the midterm elections. We're already seeing it happening in China. And so Mike Adams joins me now. Uh, Mike, what's the big story on naturalnews.com today? Or what do you think the big story is uh, yourself personally, Mike Adams? Well, Owen, uh, it's always great to join you, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry you had to navigate a mob of perverts there in Austin. Uh, yeah, I mean, hell, if you I want to talk about the perverted mob that invades <laughs> Austin, Texas, you can do that, too. Uh, no, I, I'd rather not. We have more practical things to talk about. You know, global starvation is being engineered, and uh, Russia now announcing they're likely to ban exports of wheat and oats and uh, buckwheat and, and other grains all the way through June 30th. And that's on top of, of course, Ukraine banning the exports of all those grains and Hungary banning exports of wheat. Why is this happening? Because these countries know that there's a global shortage and that they have to protect their domestic supply. Now, China was very smart about this strategically. They bought up grain supplies around the world over the last, let's say, eight months or so. They're sitting on about 18 months of wheat right now in China. They knew what was coming. It's just like with covid when they released the bioweapon and then they bought up all the PPE equipment around the world in advance and creating shortages for everybody else. But the United States does not have really a strategic grain supply. And so we're going to be facing, or at least not, not one that's large like what China has, we're going to be facing severe shortages and price inflation in the grocery stores hitting the U.S. in the second half of this year, accelerating from about August all the way through the end of the year. And we've done an analysis, myself and a couple of researchers, and if you don't mind, Owen, I'd like, to, I'd like to share that analysis with you of where we think that's going and how it leads to 
food rationing passports and the digital dollar control system. Is it okay if I go into that or you have other other topics? No, I'd love for you to go into that right now because we're also seeing just people in Russia, billionaires in Russia that are being honest, saying, look, this is going to cause the food supply collapse. I mean, people in Europe saying this is going to cause a food supply collapse. And and the problem, Mike, is, and, and you'll probably get into this, it's like, look, we're not going to see the worst of it in America. It's not going to affect the upper class. It will hurt the, it will hurt the middle class. It will really hurt the lower class. But it's third world countries that are going to get crushed. And this is going to cause millions of people to die of starvation. But they don't report that in the news. Well, well, you're absolutely right about that. And remember, protests have begun in the Middle East, which is the first region affected by exports out of Ukraine and Russia. So, you know, Ukraine provides about a quarter of the world's wheat supply, but they provide 50 to 100 percent of the wheat for countries in the Middle East and uh, even some in Europe like Macedonia. But Lebanon and Iraq are already seeing rationing and riots. But I think what we're going to see in the United States is that the prices will get so high on not only grains, but then meat and dairy and eggs, because all of those products come from animals that are fed the grains. So most of the grains in the world are actually grown to feed animals, not to feed people. And so we're going to see huge increases in meat prices beyond what we've seen already. So flash mobs are going to start looting grocery stores in in huge numbers and stealing the meat primarily. The grocery stores are going to respond with increased security measures, checkpoints, and eventually in some areas, armed guards at the grocery store doors here in America. You're going to see that, I believe, before the end of this year. In addition, the federal government always wants to make sure that a crisis doesn't go to waste. So they are likely to jump in with food rationing and then at some point, perhaps Venezuela-style food price fixing, uh, price controls, which will create immediate shortages across the board. You know, anybody who understands economics knows why that's the case. But just the food rationing, they will have to implement food rationing passports, which is a mark of the beast system to verify your identity. It might be a face scan, an iris scan, a thumbprint scan, or maybe just your mobile phone that's tied to your identity. But it'll be a mark of the beast system You won't be able to buy food unless you sign up for that system. And then one more element to this, Owen, and we can explore this in more detail or or wherever you want to go with it, is that there's going to be more stimulus money handed out and the money to to buy groceries. There are going to be at least 10 million more Americans put on food stamps. And as Joe Biden just announced, they're trying to push everybody into a central bank digital currency system while they're trying to crush the, the freedom cryptos. With regulation, they're going to try to force everybody into a digital dollar. And eventually, although this won't happen in 2022, but eventually, maybe in 23 or 24, they'll say that if you want to buy food under the food rationing system, you must use the central bank digital dollar control system. And that's how they're going to starve people into the mark of the beast Federal Reserve crypto system controlled by the government. And and even though I think they're way behind on the vaccine mandates where they'd like to be. They're going to try to bring that back, I think, with this system as well, saying you can't even get your digital ID without taking the vaccine. So that's how they'll try to reintroduce that when they've when they've really I mean, really, that's another victory we've had is staving that off to this point. I think they'll reintroduce that. But, you know, you're you've you bore more into the economic details in this. But my forecasting is is basically the same here. I, I just look at We've already seen this this theme, this wave of mass retail theft. 
where you have groups of people running into stores right now, they're, you know, stealing Nike shoes or stealing wristwatches or whatever the case is. Uh, okay, that's fine. But like you said, as soon as they realize that, hey, wait, food is a commodity that we're running short of, they're eventually going to make the connection and say, hmm, maybe we should be going and doing mass retail at grocery stores, getting bread, getting meat, getting produce, whatever. I, I do believe I see that switch coming. And because they've been able to get away with it so much with the retail theft, they're going to switch over to food and produce and everything. And then, like you said, uh, there's going to be a response from these companies. Like if you try to go into uh, certain stores like, say, a Walmart or a Target or a CVS or a Walgreens, there's certain aisles you go into and it's all under lock and key. You can't go get a bottle of shampoo. You can't go get a facial cream, whatever. It's under lock and key because there's so much theft of these products. Then you're going to start seeing that on the food sector. I mean, imagine that in America, because again, I, I agree. My foresight is the same here. Like I can't even, I can't, I, I can't even imagine it, even though I'm foresighting it, walking into a grocery store and having the whole meat department under lock and key because that's how much the, the price has increased, that's how much the demand has increased, and that's how much the theft has increased. But, but oh, don't, don't forget, the, the COVID training was to get people prepared for a prison camp experience in retail stores. So remember, the little footsteps on the, on the floor, you have to stand six feet apart. Uh, some stores had only a certain number of people allowed in the store at one time. So there were lines outside the store and essentially checkpoints at the entry to the stores. This kind of indoctrination and prison camp training is only going to be vastly increased. And we've seen some retailers like Walmart have installed uh, one-way gate systems at their entrances, for example. And there are more personnel now watching entrances at grocery stores in Texas. I don't know if you've noticed that at HEB and other stores. Well, those people are going to be upgraded in our analysis, upgraded to uniform-wearing security guard personnel. Uh, at some point as the food thefts get very serious. And by the way, just to to kind of reinforce this, I have also noticed in Texas, and I don't know if it's like this in other states, they're trying to get rid of bag checkers and and automate pretty much when you check out, it's all robots now. And so I guess they look at it as let's, let's, let's automate, let's have robotics do the checkout so that we can hire personnel for security. I'm definitely seeing that. Now, I haven't seen the full switch to let's hire personnel for security, but slowly but surely, every grocery store I go in, less bag checkers, more machines. And the vaccine passport technology that they built and tried to roll out and tried to push on everybody, but there was a lot of backlash, that technology is just being reformed and reintroduced as food rationing passports in the next 18 months. Let's talk about that when we come back with Mike Adams, because, ladies and gentlemen, there's another virus, quote unquote, lockdown happening in China right now. Uh, They're closing major facilities. They're closing chip manufacturers, iPhone manufacturers. So that just tells me they're going to bring it back in the U.S. probably after the midterms. We'll get Mike Adams' opinion on the other side. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the Internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds 
both the regular shows and special reports and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We're back here on The Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroyer sitting in for Alex. Mike Adams, naturalnews.com, is my guest. Ron DeSantis came out and said he expects the Democrats to reintroduce lockdowns after the midterms. It's already happening in China. And, and you know, aside from, from all of that, Mike, we, we tend to, because there's victories, there's losses. I mean, there is a global operation right now for world government, the Great Reset as we know it. And they are having hiccups. They are reaching obstacles. It's not been a total victory for them. And so we kind of... We kind of forget that with the ebbs and flows of this Great Reset versus the Great Awakening, but their operation is still going right now. So, yeah, they might see, hey, this is kind of unpopular. We can't get our corrupt Democrat candidates in there with these lockdowns and everything. So let's relinquish these, let's relieve these, and then reintroduce them after the midterms. And with what we're seeing in China right now, it appears that that agenda is certainly on the table uh, so, so how do you think that's going to go? How does this tie in to the supply chain shortages that we're already seeing? I mean, with World War III plus more virus lockdowns, I mean, this is total devastation for the world economy. Yeah, I think you're exactly right that the virus lockdowns will be re-implemented after the midterm elections. But I, I want to follow up on the economic question uh, of something I didn't quite answer from the last segment, which is about the parallel alternative food ecosystem or or food economy that's going to come out of all of this. And I think this is critical for people to understand. When the government cracks down with food rationing and with government uh, centralized control over the food supplies, there will naturally and spontaneously, organically be created a parallel economy of uh, barter. And I think it's going to be really a combination of cryptocurrency, 
such as Monero, which is a privacy coin, as well as physical silver coins and barter, including the barter of ammunition and seeds. So seeds are going to become a kind of currency in this system, and it's not really a, a radical idea to think that the government may ban seeds, garden seeds, common seeds, in order to prevent people from growing food. So you're going to have one system... Which By the is way, the just, centralized, just so people yes. understand, they already tried to do that at the beginning of the pandemic. Remember, they were shutting down seeds from being sold That's in stores. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. They, see, the, the COVID pandemic was sort of the pilot run for everything that they, they want to do under different excuses. But think about this. You're going to have the, the, the first system, which is a digital dollar mark of the beast system, where you can go into the grocery stores. You're going to get free money, universal basic income. And you're going to be able to buy processed junk foods laced with GMOs and pesticides and heavy metals and all, and nutritionally deficient, okay? So that's what that segment of the population is going to be able to get. Then you're going to have this parallel economy, and you're going to have a massive number of people growing food all across America, growing food in gorilla gardens or in hydroponics or just small gardens on their balconies in containers or in their backyards. And then you're going to have a thriving system of trade uh, among food and, and chicken eggs and backyard chickens and whatever else, even, you know, beef products and so on, venison. And that system is actually going to be far healthier for people. In other words, th those people are going to see vast reductions in diabetes, heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, and all the other chronic conditions. So not only do people have to make a decision about whether to reject the mark of the beast system, but... If you accept the mark of the beast, you're also going to end up eating death-causing processed foods. I mean, one more thing. Oh, think about this. McDonald's shut down all the restaurants in uh, Russia. Starbucks pulled out. Coca-Cola shut down operations. You know, uh, uh, immediately Russia became healthier, right? So, and, and a similar kind of segmentation is going to happen uh, in America through the systems I just described. And it's, it's such unintentional revelation if you will of the new world order system like you said and, and because here's what it is this fast food has addictive additives in it so when you go and you eat this fast food that's that's not even wholesome or really healthy other than just sustaining your hunger you become addicted to it so then they take it from you and it's like it's like somebody that can't get their cocaine or can't get their crack or can't get their whatever they freak out. That's why we saw some of these people in Russia freaking out. They, they can't go get their McDouble or whatever because they make the food addictive, KFC, all of it. And so, but that's the irony. It's like, this is the system that's killing you. This is the eugenic system, eugenicist system that's killing you with the chemicals and the food and the water, making you desperate for it so that when they take it away, like a drug dealer takes away crack to control you, or a, or a pimp takes away crack to control a prostitute or whatever, that's what the globalists are trying to do to the people right now. That's why separating yourself entirely from it is the only way. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, maybe your producers can pull up that photo of that man's refrigerator in Russia stocked with uh, Big Macs and hamburgers and things from McDonald's. And this individual believed that that's a form of stockpiling. Like, that's prepping, is to shove a, a hundred hamburgers into your refrigerator. And of course, that's completely insane. The real answer is to buy whole grains, wheat berries, which have really over a 10-year shelf life, and then to have a wheat grinder, and then to make your own wheat flour when you need it in order to produce your own bread on demand and to have those basic skills 
And that's the answer. And that's a very, very healthy way, by the way, to produce food. So people who are informed about prepping are not out there buying processed food or even buying flour, for that matter. They're buying whole wheat berries or the raw materials that they need to make their own food. So part of the silver lining in all of this, Owen, is that there's there's kind of a a grand awakening, a, a learning that's taking place among people who are learning about how to actually eat healthier and how to be more self-reliant because of the food scarcity and the food rationing that's taking place. And so, you know, we're going to come out of this actually a, a, a stronger nation, at least for those who survive, which won't be everyone, but for those who do survive, they're going to know a lot more about growing food, prepping food, and bartering and trading food, and even how to use cryptocurrencies and alternative parallel economic systems to avoid uh, government tyranny over you. That's where it's all going. Well, and, and, you know, here's the thing, too. As authoritarian as the U.S. government would like to get or might get, they can't control all the people. It's going to be impossible. I mean, even in major metropolitan areas, there's going to be pockets of resistance and, and pockets of barter or whatever to avoid this. But, I mean, I, I see it as, and who knows what major retailers end up doing because they've occupied pretty much every U.S. city. But it's like if you're out in some of these more suburban areas or, or you're out you know, away from major metropolitan areas, I feel like for at least some period of time, those are going to remain untouched by all of this. And, and that's why people are trying to move out to the hills or move out to the mountains or move out to the woods, because it's like, where can I go to kind of just exist without any of this reaching my front doorstep as long as possible? Well, you're absolutely right. And there will be food riots, but they will be in the cities primarily. Now, eventually, depending on how bad this gets, if the cities really run out of food, then you're going to see uh, migration out of the cities into the suburbs and eventually into the rural areas looking for more food and also potentially raiding farms. And But don't forget that the NDAA signed by Obama in 2012 also allows the federal government to seize all grains and fuel and livestock from farms across America. So it may be the government knocking on your door asking for all of your stored food before the zombies get to you. That's something to consider. And now and now China and Bill Gates probably own more farmland than, than anybody else in the U.S. combined. So there's the there's the control factor of that too. Mike Adams with us from naturalnews.com. We got one more segment with Mike coming up. Uh, we'll finish up our discussion on this and get into the other big news. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Watch me! Watch 
Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. Final segment here with Mike Adams, NaturalNews.com. We've been talking about what we think is the next phase of the Great Reset. Food, rationing, more lockdowns, and then just increased tyranny over the food supply because of the uh, supply-demand issue that is upon us, and we're already seeing it, but it's going to get even worse. When you combine a World War III situation or potential with another virus lockdown, I mean, we're talking devastation to the food chain. And, and yeah, you know, Mike, the, uh, the, the elites of the world won't be concerned about it. Rich people, it won't hit too much. The middle class will hurt a little bit. It could crush the lower class, specifically the third world countries, but people don't seem to care about that. Uh, but uh, my, what else is the big news right now? Uh, the bio labs, the, I mean, we're having victories. We don't really know about it. Like, I think we had a major victory with the bio lab story. They didn't want anybody to know those existed. They got caught lying about it. We may have stopped their plan to start World War III. I mean, that's how serious this is. They were going to stage, I, I think it's pretty obvious, they were going to stage a chemical attack, false flag, whether they actually released a biological weapon or chemical weapon or not. They were going to stage it like they tried to in Syria multiple times. They got caught before they could do it. They failed in Syria the last two times they tried it. I mean, that's like potentially stopping World War III scenario stuff right there. Well, I agree with you, Owen. Uh, that that was key, and of course, your analysis and Alex's analysis uh, nailed it. They were setting up a narrative for a U.S.-based false flag release of bioweapons to be blamed on Russia. Now, but the problem, though, is they could still do it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a couple weeks down the road or a month down the road, they could still do it. They could still blame Russia. All the mainstream media is going to parrot that narrative. Uh, I do believe, in, in fact, there's no question in my mind, I think about the globalists as having a deck of cards, and each card is a horrible weapon against humanity. It's like the Illuminati card after game. Another. That's exactly what it is, right? So they've got the bioweapons card, uh, not just the first one they played with COVID, but now one with a sixty percent mortality rate, for example. They've got the cyber attack card to take down the financial infrastructure. They've got the card that is the collapse of the fiat currencies around the world. Collapse the dollar, force people into a digital dollar, and thereby then control their food purchases like we talked about last segment. They've also got uh, nuclear attacks, nuclear terrorism, dirty bomb uh, radiological attacks, as well as chemical weapons and so on. And there are more cards, as you know, in that deck. And the conclusion that we've all come to, all of us who are pro-humanity, is these attacks on us will never stop until this globalist cabal is dismantled and taken out of power. Otherwise, we're going to be fighting year after year after year with a, a, a new crisis every time and losing another billion people uh, from time to time. I mean, the vaccines are going to kill over a billion people over the next decade right now, just based on what's been done. The food scarcity could starve a billion people if it gets worse and we don't reestablish international trade for things like energy and fertilizer and minerals and so on. So each one of these cards could kill a billion people. We don't have that many billion left. You know, I mean, we have 8 billion now. It could be 7 billion in two years. It could be 4 billion if we lose uh, synthetic fertilizers. The planet can't support, I, I shouldn't say the planet, it's not an ecological issue. It's that the food infrastructure can't support 8 billion people if you lose natural gas-based fertilizers. So you could lose half the world population right there just because of economic sanctions. And by the way, 
folks that think this is insane, maybe you haven't been listening to InfoWars or Mike Adams for a long time, you got to understand, Bill Gates goes and does public speeches where he says, and, and I don't know the exact quote, but I'm paraphrasing an exact quote from Bill Gates, we need to get the human population down to zero, and if we do a good job with vaccines, we can accomplish that goal. What do you think he means by that? And then he goes on TV when this virus outbreaks and he starts promoting vaccines uh, right up until uh, like a month or two ago where all of a sudden he seems to have disappeared. What do you think Bill Gates means when he says we need to get the population down to zero? If we do a good job with vaccines, we can do that. Because here's my dream. It's like Martin Luther King's had his I have a dream speech about uh, people of all skin colors living together in peace and harmony, which we had in this country until the globalist, the modern day liberal leftist faction started becoming more radicalized. Uh, we, we really realized that dream. I'd like to think I realized that dream. I, 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 I never saw racism in this country until recently when the leftist bigots started to show their uh, their true their true sides. But it's like my dream is we get to live on a planet free of this globalist cabal or free of a secret shadow government operating on top of the world system in the shadows, thinking that they own everything. They have the rights to determine who gets what resources and and ration what resources. I mean, that's like the next level of Martin Luther King's dream is getting these globalists off our back that think they own the planet and look at humans as useless eaters because they look at us as a virus. That's like the next level of Martin Luther King's I have a dream speech, but for the planet. Get the globalist cabal off our back and watch humanity truly take off. I I believe there'll be renaissance and prosperity the likes of which this planet's never seen. Oh, I'm with you. We're going to unleash a new golden age after we dismantle this uh, globalist crime cartel. You know, there, there have been so many technologies that have been suppressed such as free energy technology, for example, or water desalination technology that could unleash incredible abundance and wealth uh, across the planet. No question about that. But uh, I just want to mention, just to augment what you said about Bill Gates, specifically, he said that vaccines could reduce the population by 10 to 15 percent. That's just attributed to vaccines. And this is why the globalists need multiple attack vectors. So you're, you're correct that then they need starvation. They need food scarcity. They need to shut down the fossil fuel industry. I'd like to ask your your producers, see if you can bring up a chart of the history of the world population that shows the population of the planet around the year 1900, which is the pre-fossil fuel age, the pre-combustion engine age. And you're going to find that the world population around that time, these are rough numbers, was only about a billion people, you know, one-eighth, basically, of what we have today. So without fossil fuels and combustion engines, you can't grow enough food to feed but perhaps one-eighth or one-fourth of the current population. You understand? And then Joe Biden and the Democrats are saying, well, let's shut down all fossil fuels and all oil and stop all combustion engines, but they don't have a replacement for it yet. And so what is it? Just starve until we come up with new exotic technologies someday and then hope there's enough people alive to, to transition? It's, with, it's which, given the cult. current status of our education system, is never going to happen. <laughs> no. No, not at all. So... So just to summarize the numbers, without synthetic fertilizers, population of the world goes to 4 billion people, roughly. Without fossil fuels and combustion engine technology, it goes to 1 billion to 2 billion people. Mass starvation will dwarf anything they accomplish with the vaccines or with war. It's really just sad that that's what the future looks like right now, and it shouldn't have to be that way. And 
But you're right. I mean, this is the next struggle for humanity. Humanity's had to go through all kinds of struggles throughout the course of human history. And uh, this is the next great struggle to get the purveyors that, of, of governments and corruption on this planet. They think they own this planet. They think they own the world's resources. They get to allocate them how they see fit, which means it's all for them, none for you. And that's how they see it, Mike. They look at humanity as a virus on this planet that they're going to call and they're going to see themselves as the saviors. And they don't want the people to know that that's their ideology because as soon as they wake up and realize that, it all falls apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing is, we don't have to live under scarcity. All the scarcity that we are experiencing as human beings is, in fact, artificial scarcity. So it's created by the globalists in order to be weaponized against us. We could be living in a world where we have really abundant food, abundant energy, abundant technology. We could be traveling to the stars, frankly, with the technology that's already been created by people here on this planet. So it's all about suppression and control and now extermination. We will survive it, but we're going to lose a lot, I think billions of fellow human beings uh, in this war, but we'll ultimately prevail. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mike Adams. You can follow his news, naturalnews.com, always breaking big stories. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Owen. And ladies and gentlemen, you see the serious nature of the topics we discuss here. This is what we're fighting against. And you notice how everything InfoWars has talked about for the last decades is slowly but surely coming true. I don't want this to come true. I don't want to see global starvation. I want to see humanity thrive and prosper forever. Reset Wars. Reset Wars is been a great tool. amazing and eye-opening. It really dives deeper into yourself and into the bigger picture that doesn't necessarily go across political lines or religious lines, but about all of us as a human species coming together. Uh, I'm a combat veteran, and uh, I mean, that brought me close to God, but what Alex goes through brought me even closer. I can feel God in my life now. The viruses that Alex talks to you about that are subconsciously programmed into your brain and how to erase those programs and uh, install new. Reset Wars is a step beyond what you already get in regular InfoWars broadcasts. It's an academic level course that will raise your awareness and help you live a more conscious and self-determined life. If you're on the fence about Reset Wars, it's time to get off the fence. Join Reset Wars today. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
Ladies and gentlemen, we look at the collapse that is the Biden administration. Kamala Harris not knowing what planet she's on. Uh, Joe Biden saying that Iran has attacked Ukraine and that Putin has attacked Russia. And we think these are losers. We're going to be able to defeat these people very, very easily. What are they going to do in 245 days with the midterms? They're going to lose the Senate and the House. Well, what's going to happen? Well, I can tell you what's going to happen. Because when they were in office two days last year, they had a press conference with Homeland Security and Jen Psaki. And they said, we are declaring anyone questioning lockdowns or anyone questioning the election as terrorist. And then in June of last year, they put out the new national terrorism directive and crossed the Rubicon saying they would use the CIA and the Defense Department with the FBI against the new number one threat, quote, white supremacist. They then defined white supremacist as people questioning elections, people questioning open borders, and people questioning election fraud. And then that even hit the news. NBC News, Fox News put up the graphics saying it. Now, there they are declaring that the number one terror threat is white people to create division. And then what happened yesterday? They released their new official Homeland Security paper where they tell us we're guilty of being evil terrorists because we support national sovereignty and conservative Christian values, populist values, just common sense values. And then they later put the reports out saying that imminent, imminent terror attacks before the election are coming from Republicans who are, quote, white supremacist, who are, quote, terrorist. Here's the headline, Jamie White, Infowars.com. You can read the government document for yourself. It's linked right there. DHS releases new rules on extremism. We'll target anyone who questions 2020 election or challenges COVID narrative. Conspiracy theories about 2020 presidential election and government's COVID response will almost certainly spur domestic terrorism and extremists to try to engage in violence this year, DHS claims. And then it goes through the entire report that you can again read at the article at Infowars.com. So everybody thinking that we're going to defeat the Democrats and that everything is okay. This is all pre-scripted. This is all pre-planned. And they are planning massive terror attacks, mass shootings, bombings of federal buildings right now to blame the Tea Party, to blame Trump supporters, to blame you. And so we need to get out ahead of this now, like Tucker Carlson and others have done, exposing January 6th as a staged event, like our lives depend on it, because it does. So they're going to say we're terrorists and we're Russian sympathizers. Okay? So this is all a, a way to internationally take over, create a global crisis on the heels of the police state already set up under COVID-19, and now just roll that in to outline their opposition. And it's the same thing in England, the UK, same thing in Australia and New Zealand, same thing in Germany. They're saying anyone protesting lockdowns and forced inoculations is a terrorist. And a lot of people are like, well, they say COVID's over now. You know, it's not over in places like Australia or Austria or, or Germany, and they're going to bring it back here, leak documents out of Canada and out of D.C. show that they're planning right after the midterms to claim a new deadly variant of the virus is there and attempt lockdowns again. So we got to get out ahead of this propaganda. we got to get out ahead of the globalists that are not our government, that have hijacked it, and who obviously stole the election. And now they're trying to outlaw and saying you're a terrorist if you question it, even if they didn't steal the election, even if you really believe Biden beat Trump, who got 12 million extra votes than he got the time before, 
Trump did, and that that was really top, even if you believe the moon is made of cheese, and that Easter bunnies are real, and that Santa Claus comes down the chimney, eat, you know, even if you believe that, you shouldn't be able to outlaw people questioning an election. That is a fundamental right of Americans. And remember, Pelosi and all of them said, we're not accepting Trump's win. We're going to call it a red mirage and use mail-in ballots to make sure he loses one way or another. And they said, we'll use a military coup against him if we have to. And then Republicans took on some of that rhetoric during the contested election, but never actually implemented it. And so they're trying to use what they actually said they would do, now claiming Republicans were planning it, to, again, set up an actual permanent martial law system like we have in uh, Venezuela and, and other areas around the planet. So the world is going off the edge of an authoritarian cliff. I mean, even the former attorney general, Barr came out on CNN and said the Democrats are now an authoritarian party. And we've got senior Democrats, stories on Infowars.com, at the big DCCC meetings, uh, this is even in the New York Times today, saying, Democrats, we are the problem. We tried to take over people's lives. We tried to take over people's children. We tried to take over people's bodies. Our own families hate us. Everyone's turning against us. Our most hardcore donors are quietly turning against us. People don't want to live under this. But see, the top technocrats... The people running the Great Reset at the Davos Group and Bilderberg Group level, they are basically ordering Democrats to carry out policies and other governments they control around the world that are completely illegal and completely unpopular. And so the Democrats are finally realizing they're being set up and used. They're not going to be the kings and queens of this new tyranny. They're going to be bringing in the tyranny, and then they themselves will be flushed out, and then a new managerial group will be put in control. That's the standard procedure when you overthrow a country. So this is banking, technocratic fifth, sixth generational warfare, economic against the people. It's called the Great Reset, Build Back Better. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Everybody needs to stand up and say, look, McCarthy went a little too far, but he was the only real communist. But it's not right. This is America. This can be used on everybody. Well, now they've done 10 times, 20 times what Joseph McCarthy ever did, and this time to red-blooded, hardworking Americans. They're having a purge of the military, purge of law enforcement. This is a classic takeover with critical race theory and the forced inoculations as a pretext for the purge. We have to come together as all Americans and realize we're being conquered by cold-blooded multinational corporations that want to get rid of our rule of law and system because it's an example of freedom of the rest of the world and America can't stand under this global corporate system. That's why it's got to fall and be discredited. And that's why we have to take our republic back peacefully in a revolution of ideas and not be drawn into conflict and violence here in the United States, which is the only option the globalists and the democratic minions have. Let's not have this civil war that the CIA is openly pushing right now, the leftists that control it, and let's come together and realize what's happening and save ourselves and our children and the future of the planet. Again, Infowars.com, the tip of the spear. That's Alex Jones. We are now back here live in the InfoWars World Headquarters in Austin, Texas. Owen Schroer filling in for Alex for a couple days this week as he is on the road engaged in some business. And um, you might be seeing some epic things coming from Alex in the near future if uh, all things go according to plan. So just stay tuned for updates on that at InfoWars.com and Band.Video, which is a miracle. It's a miracle that we've been able to build band.video and and support all the other channels that are on there, not just all the InfoWars content, but all the other content creators. And it's, it's funny, slowly but surely, as 
Like I'm at an event yesterday in Austin, Texas. There's a bunch of freelance journalists out there that that I know because I've talked to them before. And they've just been banned everywhere. And they say, thank you for getting me on band.video because they just get banned everywhere else. And that's thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com. So many different ways to support us. I mean, if you're not into supplements, which I don't understand why you wouldn't be, um, as soon as I learned the great, what was once kind of a secret of supplements is now pretty mainstream, uh, I, I never turned back. I've been supplementing for more than 10 years now. Really, boy, now I think about more than 15 uh, from being a high school athlete and, and, and now just being a, a health advocate. And we have the best supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. The sale, though, that we have right now, 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements at InfoWarsStore.com is going to end tonight. We cannot sustain these sales prices uh, at the current rate and the current stock that we have of them. So 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements at InfoWarsStore.com is going to come to an end tonight. So take advantage of Winter Sun Plus, 50% off. Take advantage of Survival Shield X3, 50% off. Brain Force Ultra, 40% off. And so much more at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, another big reason why you got to have InfoWars on the air. Our next guest, Dr. Francis Boyle, coming up in the next hour, is, is such a reliable source and was the individual that broke the Wuhan Biolabs story right here on this transmission. I remember sitting right here in this studio over two years ago interviewing Dr. Francis Boyle before all that broke and everything he reported then turned out to be true. He's joining us coming up in the next hour in in less than 10 minutes to talk about the Biolabs in Ukraine. You're not going to hear this information anywhere else. Dr. Francis Boyle is the expert on these matters, and he joins us in less than 10 minutes. Now's the time to spread the links. Now's the time to tell your friends and family to tune in. Folks, we might be able to stop World War III if we can get this information out. That's how paramount it is. And I think we've already had major victories in the information war with what's going on in Ukraine. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. And the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation's being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored. You can be arrested. You can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. I want to do something here that I'm just not seeing anywhere else, and it's a real shame, and that's the role InfoWars has to play sometimes 
even going into realms that you, you may think we don't belong in. But when I see a void, specifically in media, I'm going to fill it. Kyrie Irving is a professional basketball player, one of the best on the planet, who has been extremely staunch in his medical freedom stance in regards to not wanting to take this experimental deadly COVID vaccine. And because of that, Kyrie Irving has been discriminated against in the NBA, and he has been relentlessly attacked in such a despicable, disgusting fashion. I've never seen sports media so ugly in my life than the treatment that they've had towards Kyrie Irving. You got a little taste of that with the Aaron Rodgers thing. But Kyrie Irving has just been so mistreated by the American media, it's disgusting. I've never been more ashamed of the sports media in my life with their disgusting rhetoric towards Kyrie Irving simply for wanting medical freedom. Well, one of Kyrie Irving's teammates, Kevin Durant, also arguably maybe the best player in the NBA, is starting to raise his voice in this matter. And now he's being attacked because he said this to media uh, just last weekend in clip five. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't understand it at all. I mean, can't, as it, every, it's a few people in our arena that's unvaxxed, right? Like, they lifted all of that in our arena, right? So what's the, I don't get it. It's a yeah. second mandate that says he can come in, but can't play. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like at this point now, somebody's trying to make a statement or a point um, to flex their authority. Um, but, you know. Everybody out here looking for attention, and that's what I feel like the the mayor wants right now, some attention, you know. Um, but he'll figure it out soon. He better. Um, but it just didn't make any sense. Like, there's unvaxxed people in this building already. We got a guy who uh, can come into the building. I guess, are they fearing our safety? With Like, I don't get it. So, yeah, we're all confused. Pretty much everybody in the world is confused at this point early on in the season. You know, people didn't understand what was going on, but now it just looks stupid. So hopefully, Eric, you, you got to figure this out. Now, that's him talking about the, the ridiculous standards, and Eric Adams has just been a disaster. By the way, crime in New York is already up 47% just this year alone. So people thought Eric Adams, former police officer, might help New York City. No, nah, been a complete disaster, uh, sadly. But see, Kevin Durant is just taking a neutral stance on all this, saying, hey, none of this makes sense. It looks like a total power grab. So then in the media, you have hardcore bigots like Michael Wilbon and Skip Bayless and all these other jerk-offs in the media that have been hammering Aaron Rodgers, hammering Kyrie Irving, and now hammering Kevin Durant because they don't want the vaccine medical tyranny and they have legitimate questions to be asked about its execution in regards to players and fans and how it makes no sense at all. So let me just say this because I'm not seeing it out there near enough. I mean, maybe the Pat McAfee show is the only place where you can go in sports media that has a really big audience that's actually standing up for medical freedom and standing up for Kyrie Irving and Kem Durant and Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Isaac and Brad Beal and the other professional athletes that have said, hey, I don't want to take the vaccine. You can't make me do it. This, this is wrong what you're doing. I've, I've mostly completely lost interest in sports since leaving the sports media uh, about almost a little less than 10 years ago now and switching to politics. But let me tell you, when I see people like Aaron Rodgers standing against medical tyranny, that makes me want to root for him. When I see people like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving standing up against medical tyranny, that makes me want to root for them. 
And so I, I just want, I don't know if this message will get to them, but I want Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Jonathan Isaac, Brad Beal, and the other NBA players, NFL players that are standing up against this medical tyranny. You're not alone. You're on the right side of history. And, and we support you just because the, the, the corrupt, disgusting, despicable American sports media is so evil towards you. Do not let that stop you. You're on the right side of history. America is cheering you on. And I, I don't know if I've ever cheered for a basketball team in years, but I'll cheer for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because of their stand. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And my guest joining me now is Dr. Francis Boyle, a leading American expert in international law. He was responsible for drafting the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989, the American implementing legislation for the 1972 Biological Weapons Convention. He served on the board of the directors of Amnesty International from 1988 to 1992 and represented Bosnia-Herzegovina at the World Court. He served as a legal advisor to the Palestinian delegation to the Middle East peace negotiations from 91 to 93. Folks, that is just barely a quarter of Dr. Francis Boyle's sterling resume. And it was Dr. Boyle who came on to these airwaves two, more than two years ago now and to my knowledge, was the first to break the bio lab Wuhan story right here on the Alex Jones Show. And we're glad that he has taken the time to join us here today. Dr. Francis Boyle, I think the uh, the question here is obvious. What is going on with the Ukrainian bio labs? What are they for? What is the U.S. involvement in them? And why has the narrative been shifting over the last two weeks about them? Uh, where would you like to begin, Dr. Francis Boyle? Well, Owen, thank you very much for having me on. And my best to all my friends there at InfoWars. And uh, I do want to thank Alex and uh, you and others at InfoWars for letting me speak about the uh, pandemic right from the very beginning. Uh I, I have to establish my background here. Uh, in 1985, I gave a uh, congressional briefing on Capitol Hill uh, against the Reagan administration and its neoconservatives abusing DNA genetic engineering for the research, development, testing, and stockpiling and potential use of biological warfare uh, weapons. That's how long this has been going on, Owen. And as a result, at the end of that uh, briefing, I called for uh, implementing legislation for the United States for the Biological Weapons Convention. And then for the next, um, uh, I drafted it, and then I worked with my colleagues and friends, the Council for Responsible Genetics, headquartered in Cambridge, Mass., that had some of the top life scientists in the world uh, affiliated with it and some of the most ethical and principled uh, life scientists in the world to get it lobbied through Congress. The Reaganites and their neocons fought us tooth and nail because they knew full well I was coming uh, directly after them with the punishment of life in prison. The Department of Justice wanted me to put the death penalty in there, but I'm a lifelong abolitionist, so I toughed it out and said no life imprisonment. Finally, uh, my 
legislation was approved by both houses of the United States Congress unanimously and signed into law by President Bush Sr. to his credit. The Reaganites uh, were out and the neocons and with the approval of the Department of Justice. Now, that was uh, May of uh, 1989, the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. And I have been fighting against uh, the U.S. Biological Warfare Weapons Establishment, the British Establishment, uh, and others uh, ever since then. And based on my knowledge, judgment, and experience and everything I have seen uh, in the public record so far. <clears throat> yes, these are biological uh, warfare weapons, offensive biological warfare uh, uh, weapons laboratories set up by the Pentagon. Remember, the, the Pentagon does not do missionary work. They kill people. And that's why uh, they are there. And it is now coming out uh, the I've read, I've seen some of the documents produced uh, by the uh, Russian government. Uh, yes, it appears that's that's exactly uh, what they were doing. Indeed, there is a, uh, a BSL-3 down there uh, in uh, Odessa. And if you look at uh, websites for uh, uh, BSL-3s, which I have done repeatedly, you will see they research, develop, test, stockpile, prepare for use. Every type of hideous Nazi biological warfare weapon uh, you can possibly imagine using DNA genetic engineering, gain of uh, function, and now um, synthetic biology, which, by the way, I also covered in my Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act. Every U.S. citizen and resident involved in these uh, uh, activities uh, uh, is subject to life imprisonment uh, under my uh, statute. Now, the other day you saw uh, Newland uh, admit that uh, there were biowarfare labs there uh, in Ukraine. As you know, uh, Newland is a uh, neoconservative. As I said, these neoconservatives have been uh, pushing and involved in uh, biological warfare uh, research, development, and testing going all the way back to Reagan uh, when they, they first came to power. And in this regard, uh, Owen, as we know, Newland uh, also had a critical role to play in overthrowing the uh, democratically elected government in Ukraine uh, under Yanukovych and establishing a gang of uh, neo-Nazis there uh, in power in Kiev who are still uh, in power. But I did hear, uh, Owen, want to refer more recently to the neoconservative uh, manifesto. And remember, Newland's a neoconservative, so she knows what she's talking about. And this was the uh, Project for a New American Century, PNAC, I'm sure you're familiar with. I, if memory serves me correctly, I think John Bolton uh, was the uh, executive editor of that. But in any event, here's what the uh, neoconservative manifesto said, 7th, September 2000. Uh, just as they, before they came to power under Bush Jr., uh, including uh, Newland. Uh, and this is from page 55 of my book, Biowarfare and Terrorism. I have it all in there. Uh, and uh, here, 
In their seminal report on building uh, America's defenses, the neoconservatives publicly recommended numerous policies for adoption by the United States government, in particular with respect to biological warfare, and I quote, and advanced forms of biological warfare that can target specific genotypes may transform biological warfare from the realm of terror to a politically useful tool, unquote. Now, that's the neocon manifesto, uh, the Project for New American Century. I can't recall if Newland signed it, but she's in cahoots with all these uh, neocons. So, yes, ethnic-specific biological uh, warfare weapons. The Pentagon has been working uh, uh, on that for quite some time. As we know, uh, uh, in the immediate past, uh, American sources were over in Russia harvesting uh, DNA. And I did give uh, interviews over in Russia at that time. They asked me, well, why why are they harvesting DNA? And I said, because they uh, are going to try to uh, develop ethnic-specific biological uh, weapons uh, that would uh, target uh, eth- ethnic Russians, um, uh, a weapon of genocide. This would be very similar to... Um, Zbigniew Brzezinski's uh, counter-ethnic targeting when he worked for uh, Carter, that uh, Brzezinski's uh, uh, targeting theory was that the great Russian uh, ethnic group uh, control uh, Russia, and so in our nuclear targeting, we should target them and destroy them, and then the uh, Soviet Union would collapse. And I've already written on that saying that that's genocidal too. So, this, uh, the allegations that have come out uh, uh, so far, and from what I've read in the public so far, are consistent with my opposition to uh, biological weapons and the neoconservative support for biological weapons going back to about 1983. That's, that's my and, opinion. And when was your happened. book published, the Bioweapons and Terrorism book? Uh, that was in uh, 2005. So this information has been readily available since 2005. Dr. Francis Boyle is with us. we got to go to a break. Folks, tell friends and family to tune into this. This is the information the corrupt American media is trying to cover up right now. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? 
We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Dr. Francis Boyle is my guest. Incredible information in the last segment. I want to provide a little framework to it here with the current news cycle and get him to respond to this. We've had the Western media and intelligence agencies within 48 hours last week go from the labs don't exist and then they got their wires crossed. Then Newland in front of Congress says, oh, the labs do exist. Then, okay, wait, they don't exist from the State Department and Saki. And then, no, they do exist, but they're health labs, but Russia is going to use them for biological warfare. So clearly the government's lying. Clearly, clearly the American media is lying about this as well. And then the big news has to be that Putin was right when he said that the Pentagon and Ukraine have biological weapons labs in Ukraine that have race-specific weapons research He was right about that, just like he was right about the neo-Nazis. That's just a fact. You can love Putin, hate Putin. He's not the one lying about these situations. And you also mentioned the BSL-3. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the lab in Wuhan, that was a BSL-4. And is a BSL-3 the the highest level they have in Ukraine? And what is the significance of that, Dr. Francis Boyle? Yeah, uh, as I uh, pointed out previously uh, to Alex, the uh, Wuhan is a BSL-4, like Fort Detrick. Indeed, the Wuhan BSL-4 is China's Fort Detrick. And the big difference between the BSL-3 and the BSL-4 is that the BSL-4 uh, can uh, 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 work with the highest category of uh, uh, dangerous pathogens and, in addition, uh, aerosolize them. Uh, by means of nanotechnology, which the Wuhan BSL-4 has done. So at at that Wuhan BSL-4, if you see the pictures of the uh, Chinese bat queen there who helped develop COVID-19 with the University of North Carolina BSL-3, you will see she's wearing a uh, moon suit with her own uh, air supply. And that you do at a uh, BSL-4 uh, in order to uh, the BSL-4 Wuhan uh, bragged on their webpage that they have applied nanotechnology uh, to viruses, uh, making it uh, an infinitesimal size so that it can float on the air, in the air, under the air, whatever. And so even uh, we've had scientists uh, uh, studies saying that uh, COVID-19 can travel anywhere from 20 to uh, 30 feet in the air. Right. Whereas you you don't really have that. Yeah, you don't really have uh, uh, that at a BSL-3, but uh, uh, you can do almost every other hideous type of biological warfare work 
you can possibly imagine it a BSL-3. I mean, just just read the uh, uh, web pages uh, uh, for uh, BSL-3s. Uh, yes. So you had China addressing the UN, and, and you've had Putin and other uh, Russian state affiliates saying, "What's going on with these bio labs? We know that there's at least thirty of them in Ukraine. I guess the the, the highest level was the one in Odessa." which is kind of, I believe, southeastern Ukraine. So what is the significance of this? How many biolabs are there in Ukraine, and what are they doing there, do you believe, Dr. Francis Boyle? Sure. There has been a uh, comprehensive policy for quite some time uh, by the United States government and the Pentagon uh, to surround Russia with biological warfare uh, laboratories. They, we also have them in uh, Central Asia as well. Uh, and, and to preposition uh, biological warfare weapons uh, to use against them. It's, it's very clear the uh, pattern that has gone on here. Yes, my opinion. And so you have Victoria Nuland, who, in my opinion, uh, has blood on her hands in Ukraine for now almost 10 years with the neocon uh, warhawk policy in Ukraine, using Ukraine as just kind of an operating ground of Western interests and, and, and NATO as kind of the conduit for their, for their money laundering and weapons laundering. And Russia is just sick of it. So we've now reached this point where the American media and our government, they got crossed, Dr. Francis Boyle. They, they were not even on the same page with their lies. They said they don't exist. No, they do exist. No, they don't exist. Oh, wait, they do exist. But they're, quote, unquote, health labs. But somehow this health lab is going to be used by Russia as a biological weapons. I mean... Did they just not get their lies straight? Or are they just totally flummoxed? Are they that incompetent? Why the mixed messaging on these labs, do you think? I really don't know, Owen, because I've been fighting against this since 1983. I've had a consistent message since uh, 1983. But, you know, the problem with these uh, neoconservatives like uh, Newland you know, they're, they're diehard Machiavellians and, and neo-Nazis. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with the neocons. I have in the uh, legal uh, profession. That's just the way they are. They say whatever they're going to say for whatever purpose they're going to say. So please don't ask me. I mean, I, I understand their mentality because that's how long I've been up against them. They're Nazis. They have a Nazi mentality. There's no question about it in my mind. I've told this to uh, Alex before. I know the American people have a hard time uh, accepting this, but any government like our own that has researched, developed, tested, stockpiled for use biological warfare uh, weapons in Ukraine against Russia, these people are Nazis. And, and that's the mentality we are dealing with here. I guess Newland just figured that since they control the mainstream news media, which they do, they can say whatever they want to. You crafted the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. We've had Nuremberg trials. We have other, other international laws that go against chemical warfare, biological warfare. Why is the U.S. or Ukraine or whoever is involved in these labs, why are they above the law? Why, why do they get to operate these labs? Well, they really don't. I mean, we run them. We put them in there. They're under our control and domination. Yeah, you can see the uh, from your uh, picture there, they're, they're all around uh, Russia. 
Uh, and that's, you know, these are our labs. Yes, they're there. They do what we tell them to do, but we control them. And it's because of the uh, geographical location. Also, notice the labs you have uh, uh, over there near uh, China. Right. The, the same policy uh, against China. Uh, uh, over the, Yeah, you have it there on the uh, uh, right off of uh, China. So, sure, there, it's no doubt. Why, why are they... Why are all these labs positioned around Russia and positioned around China? They are to be used uh, against Russia and China for sure. Do you believe that uh, Putin has a just cause to go shut those labs down? Well, let me say this, uh, uh, Owen. The, these labs are extremely dangerous. Uh, they have to be secured, first of all. But they simply cannot be blown up. Uh, we found that in Gulf War One, as you know, I've discussed with Alex, uh, the Center for Disease Control and the American Type Culture Collection uh, sent 40 shipments of weapons-specific biological warfare weapons to Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Dr. Francis Boyle, we've got to take a break here. Let's hold that thought. I'm going to ask you the same question on the other side of this break. Dr. Francis Boyle with us here on The Alex Jones Show. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And Dr. Francis Boyle is with us here. Not to be redundant, Dr. Boyle, but we got cut off by the last break, so I'm just going to ask you the same question and give you the time to properly respond here. Was Vladimir Putin justified in going into Ukraine to shut down these biological weapons labs, Dr. Francis Boyle. Well, let me say this. These uh, labs are so dangerous, they must all be secured and uh, decontaminated by uh, Russian biological warfare experts. Uh, you just can't blow them up. Uh, we made that mistake in Gulf War One where we gave uh, the Center for Disease Control and the American Type Culture Collection 40 shipments of weapons-specific 
biological warfare agents to Saddam Hussein in the hope and expectation that he would weaponize them and use them against Iran, which he did. When the war was over, however, we then uh, ordered our own troops simply to blow these uh, biological warfare weapons labs up and in the process uh, contaminated, infected our own troops, having a role to play in the Gulf War sickness. So uh, the, these, have to, these labs have to be handled very carefully. Uh, of course, they have to be rendered permanently inoperable for any purpose at all. They serve no legitimate medical or scientific purpose, but uh, have to be careful any type of uh, contamination, not only of the uh, uh, Russian troops, but also the uh, innocent uh, Ukrainian people over here. You know, I, they invited me to lecture over there uh, in Ukraine. I've been there. Uh, I, I met many government officials, uh, lawyers, peace leaders, and even had a tour of, uh, asked for a tour of uh, where Nestor uh, wrote his uh, chronicles, that uh, uh, monastery where Kievan uh, Rus civilization goes back for both the Russians and the uh, and the Ukrainians. So this this has to be considered as well. So in China, in the Wuhan lab, they were doing the gain-of-function research, which is just ramping up man-made viruses to make them as contagious as possible. What use that would have for humans on planet Earth uh, is beyond me, but the story is now in Ukraine. So they're saying, their, their official narrative now, Dr. Boyle, is what they're saying is their health labs, quote-unquote health labs. But as you just said, there's no practical use for these labs other than a military application. I mean, what reasoning would they even give to call these a health lab, or is that just an outright propaganda lie? Well, it's uh, Orwellian uh, doublespeak, uh, Owen. Uh, over the years, what the Pentagon and the CDC, Food and Drug Administration, this whole uh, U.S. offense and biological warfare industry we have now, the justification they have come up is with uh, is this, oh, well, uh, there's some exotic disease out there uh, somewhere in the environment or that we can uh, discover and uh, think up of or derive ourselves with, with synthetic biology. And therefore, uh, uh, we have to uh, develop some type of vaccine uh, uh, against it. But in order to do uh, the vaccine, we first have to develop the biological weapon. You see, it, it, it's a, sort of like three card Monty or a shell game or something like that. So uh, there's, oh, yes, we're there for health purposes. But really, that's just a, a facade justification for developing offensive biological warfare weapons with gain of function, DNA, genetic engineering, synthetic biology. But, but they've used this lie uh, uh, for as long as I've been opposing uh, biological weapons, going back to the uh, Reagan administration and their neocons. And I have to point out, the Reagan administration and their Federalist Society lawyers and their neocons fought me and the Council for Responsible Genetics tooth and nail from 1985 until Bush Sr. Uh, came in there. Uh, and uh, uh, 1989, and and dropped the uh, opposition 
to my legislation because the Reaganites and the neocons and the Federal Society lawyers knew full well, uh, even from my personal statements and testimony in Congress, I was going directly after them with life imprisonment and hitting them as hard as I could short of the death penalty because I'm, I'm against the death penalty. Going back to the biological weapons that the West provided to Saddam Hussein, which we then ended up blowing up, causing all kinds of health problems for our troops and I'm sure others uh, in that region of the planet. Are you afraid at all that they, because to me that sounds like a cover-up operation, are you afraid at all that they might try to run a similar operation in Ukraine and just say, screw it, we're going to blow up these labs to cover up our operations? Sure, Newland has has already said this. This is uh, what psychoanalysis calls projection. We're projecting on the Russians what we very well might do ourselves. So yes, there could be uh, uh, a uh, what you call false flag attack uh, by uh, uh, these U.S. bio labs uh, in in Ukraine and blaming it on the Russians, right, to justify uh, U.S. military intervention, direct U.S. military intervention into Ukraine. And the, you know, the statement the other day by uh, uh, President uh, Biden about use of chemical weapons is, was pretty ominous. And here, oh, and technically, I want to point out there's a separate regime applicable to uh, chemical weapons, the Chemical Weapons uh, Convention. But as a matter of fact, the only government in the entire world that has violated its obligations to disarm itself from the chemical, of all chemical weapons, all right, is the United States of America. We have to keep that in mind. And under the influence of the neoconservatives who believe, like uh, biological weapons, uh, they can and should be used. There was a date certain in the Chemical Weapons Convention to which we uh, are a party saying all chemical weapons uh, must be uh, uh, disarmed uh, no later, I think it was April 2012 or something like that, uh, with no excuses. And yet, uh, ever since then, we have come up with one excuse after another after another, patently bogus lies for why we have to keep our chemical weapons. Indeed, when we demanded Syria give up their uh, chemical weapons, we got that job done lickety split. And yet we've refused to do it because the United States government the deep state, the neoconservatives want chemical weapons. And so, sure, there could be a false flag chemical weapons uh, attack there in Ukraine uh, to get the United States uh, uh, directly involved in warfare against Russia, as implied just last week by President Biden. We know that the uh, uh, chemical weapons uh, uh, attacks in Syria were not by the Syrian government. I said that at the time, uh, and uh, also Professor Ted Postel uh, at uh, MIT, who, who specializes or specialized in uh, weapons designs for the United States government, said the same thing. And the uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning um, uh, investigative reporter, Seymour uh, uh, Martin Hirsch, did uh, extensive exposés, both first in the London Review of Books and then second in a German uh, publication saying the Syrian government had nothing to do with those chemical weapons attacks. So it was all done by uh, 
are uh, jihadis uh, over there in Syria, and and we assisted them. So sure, this could happen again, uh, Owen, either uh, a false flag chemical weapons attack, which <laughs> Newland basically uh, suggested, or a uh, biological warfare uh, weapons uh, chemical uh, attack. So, and that then would be trumpeted uh, by the uh, Biden administration and the uh, mainstream news media for overt intervention uh, into this war, which literally would set off a World War III between the United States and Russia. Many a historian, the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored, you can be arrested, you can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover. Like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Final segment here with Dr. Francis Boyle. And I've got two questions left for him. And then if we have more time, he can just make a final statement. Um, Dr. Francis Boyle, what kind of backroom deals are made or do you believe are made by the West and countries like China and Ukraine? Because it appears that these these bioweapons labs are just really Western operated and, and then they somehow get these countries to agree to run them and house them. But it seems to be like it's Western controlled and operated specifically in Ukraine, maybe in China, too. What kind of backroom deals do you think go down as the expert in this? I mean, is this is it like, hey, we're going to give you billions of dollars in foreign aid to Ukraine, but you're going to house our biological weapons research or, or how does this stuff go down? Well, first, Owen, I think we have to understand that 
we have an international transnational cult of Nazi biowarfare death scientists like uh, Tony Fauci, who has been up to his eyeballs in this, for Reagan. When I got involved in this uh, uh, around 1983 or four, Reagan put Tony Fauci in charge of our offensive biological warfare weapons program. And that is how long he has been there. And then he has uh, uh, trained, uh, uh, and Francis Collins, of course, uh, the former head of NIH, uh, he's involved in this too, as we know. They funded the uh, research uh, that led to uh, COVID-19, that offensive biological warfare uh, weapon uh, with gain-of-function property. And then that just spread uh, all over uh, the world. Yes, it's a cult of these people, including uh, over there uh, in China as well, that Wuhan uh, bat queen. She was uh, trained at the uh, Galveston BSL-4 uh, down there in Texas, uh, which is, again, part of the uh, offensive U.S. biological warfare industry. The British uh, are a part of this, the French, the Israelis. So so we have a network and a cult of uh, uh, Nazi biowarfare death scientists, which gets back to the point you raised about these uh, uh, athletes. We have to resist uh, this Nazi medical tyranny by these uh, death scientists like Fauci and Walensky, and, and we can go through the whole list of these people. Uh, yes, second, uh, the second motivation is just money. They take uh, uh, patents on this technology uh, beforehand, every step of the way, and so they can benefit on both sides uh, of the bargain, as it were. They can benefit and make uh, profits off of both the biological warfare weapon itself and then on the uh, alleged vaccine or uh, therapeutic. So they've got us coming and going, and, and, and they're, they're killing, they're making a killing off of us as, as they go to the bank. So that is my interpretation of what, what's involved here, uh, Owen. Is it a well-known secret in D.C. in in the halls of the elite politicians and uh, the neocon hawks and and just the the political establishment there, the swamp or the deep state as it's known? Anthony Fauci's role at the NIH or, or whatever else he's involved in is that all just a front? Is is Anthony Fauci really the biological weapons chief for America? Yes, since Reagan uh, put him in power at NIAID, I think it was about 1984 or so, uh, Owen. Uh, that's how long I've been fighting against uh, uh, Fauci. And about 95% of this Nazi biowarfare death science dirty work has been funded by Fauci, NIAID, and NIH since about 1984 when Reagan and the neocons uh, got into it. As I said, what spurred me into action was a very comprehensive report on the abuse of DNA genetic engineering by the Reagan administration and his neocons uh, to research, develop, test, stockpile for use uh, uh, biological weapons, every type of biological weapon 
that they could think up with. And indeed now with synthetic biology that they can concoct. Indeed, the uh, COVID-19, the bat queen took uh, a uh, synthetic uh, biology uh, 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 organism uh, from the Wuhan BSL-4, brought it over to the uh, University of North Carolina uh, BSL-3, and then gave it uh, gain-of-function uh, uh, properties under uh, Barrick there, who's an expert uh, on this, and uh, his team. And by the way, the FDA was involved in this too. Now think about that. The FDA that is approving these Nazi Frankenshots that, that are killing people and disabling people uh, was involved in the development of COVID-19. So they've got us on, on both sides here. Likewise, Walensky, you know, who can't get her story straight either, right? She can't. Uh, she comes from the uh, Harvard Medical School. The Harvard Medical School was involved in the development of the COVID-19 biological warfare weapon. Indeed, Harvard was one of the sponsoring institutions of the uh, Wuhan uh, BSL-4, China's fourth teacher. Now think about that for a minute. And indeed, the chair of uh, the Harvard uh, Chemical uh, Department, Chemistry uh, Department, Lieber, uh, he was over there too with his own lab specializing in nanotechnology. And Lieber had also worked for the Pentagon, uh, uh, Fort Detrick, uh, nanotechnologizing uh, biowarfare weapons uh, for them. Uh, the uh, Amerithrax attack, uh, nanotechnology uh, there, you had uh, uh, a trillion spores per gram on uh, Amerithrax. I was the first one to blow the whistle on that coming out of a U.S. biowarfare lab and program on November 1, 2001 at our conference uh, for the responsible genetics at uh, Harvard uh, Divinity School. So uh, th this type of activity, I had thought that uh, my uh, biological weapons anti-terrorism act would, would put an end to this, but it didn't. It, it made no difference. Uh, there was too much money involved and too many completely unprincipled people like Tony Fauci with with a Nazi uh, mentality here. And again, I, I don't really follow uh, professional athletics, but I think these guys have it right. We have to resist Nazi medical tyranny. There is no other word for what is going on in this country today. And I commend these athletes for using their uh, celebrity power to bring this out uh, to a broader audience uh, in the American people, certainly that I can as, as a mere law professor. Well, I'll tell you what, it makes a lot more sense now, especially with Peter Dosick and others like, oh, Fauci, he's like the CIA guy. He's like an army guy in, in these leaked documents and texts and conversations that we know about now. It all makes more sense. Dr. Fauci was never a doctor at the head of some health bureaucracy in America. Dr. Fauci has been the biological weapons chief of the United States in America for almost 40 years now. And boy, oh boy, you understand that. It all starts to make a lot more sense. And so here's the problem, and I'll close with this, and we've got about 90 seconds here. We have to deal with this criminal rot gut in our country. 
We, the American people, need to be the ones putting Fauci in a, in, under a criminal investigation for war crimes and biological weapons crimes. We have to do that, because if we don't, folks, that's when you start to get World War scenarios, when other people that you might think are bad, like Putin or Xi, are having to deal with the corruption here, because we won't deal with it. Final 60 seconds, closing words, Dr. Francis Boyle. Right. Oh, well, I was on uh, previously uh, with Alex to explain exactly how to do that. Namely, uh, we have to convince every uh, state and local uh, prosecutor here in the United States to bring indictments against uh, Fauci, Collins, uh, Daszak, uh, everyone involved in that UN, B, uh, UNC BSL-3, uh, as well as the uh, um, uh, people involved at uh, Moderna, Pfizer, BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson, uh, the uh, uh, chief executive officer, scientific officer for murder and conspiracy to commit murder against the American people. Uh, I went through this at uh, great length with Alex on a, uh, a previous show, uh, but that's that's what we can do. Right. The federal government is not going to help us because, uh, as we know, the so-called Department of Injustice is in Biden's pocket. And Biden is the one who appointed Walensky from the Harvard Medical School up to its eyeballs in COVID-19 as the CDC uh, director. Dr. Francis uh, so Boyle, great stuff as always. Thank you so much. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and banned out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever.